Next up for you on Agriculture Today, a closer glance at research that's underway out of K-State's Agricultural Research Center at Hayes. It's examining and evaluating a novel new approach to weed control. It's quite interesting, and we are talking now with the weed scientist working on this now. Vipin Kumar is with us once more. Vipin, this is called the Harvest Weed Seed Control Approach, and it's an alternative to herbicide usage in a sense. Explain to us what you're looking at here. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me. Yes, uh, rightly you said, uh, Harvest Weed Seed Control uh, is a kind of new a novel method of weed control uh, has been discovered or developed by a grower in Australia. So basically, um, we see a lot of weeds at the time of crop harvest. Irrespective of crop, we see weed escapes or weed survivors at the time of harvest. So a harvest weed seed control uh, implies that when we are harvesting a crop, we also uh, harvest those weeds, seed, and destroy those seeds. So basically, it's a, it's a weed seed crusher on the back of the combine, which has uh, two impact mill. So basically, when we harvesting a crop and collecting the crop uh, uh, grains as well as weed seeds going through the combine, and when the, the residue and the chaff is coming out of the combine, there is a seed crusher retrofitted uh, equipment there that can uh, grind those uh, chaff as well as uh, weed seeds and uh, make them non-viable. So it's basically a, a mechanical way of destroying weed seeds so that we don't have a problem in next year. That weed seed crusher, mm-hmm. it's somewhat elementary in its makeup, isn't it? It simply grinds those seeds? Yes, uh, it does. Uh, so the concept came from Australia, as I mentioned earlier. Western Australia folks, wheat growers, were struggling with uh, ridger ryegrass. Uh, population of ridger ryegrass have developed resistance, multiple resistance to almost all the herbicide options they can go with. So those ridge ryegrass has become really a problem. So one of the growers kind of come up with this concept while harvesting those wheat field. Why not, why not we just destroy those uh, ridge ryegrass seeds uh, at the time of harvest? So that's the concept. They mechanically come up with this seed crusher. It's called Harrington Seed Destructor. That was the original name. They started with using a one-impact mill versus two-impact mill and different uh, horsepower on the combined. And uh, slowly and slowly, uh, there is a manufacturing uh, folks here in North America. They are manufacturing this unit as well. And the one we bought is from Canada, basically a ready cop uh, weed seed destructor. So that's what we are testing here in Kansas. And you are partnering, by the way, with other universities, namely Iowa State University and the University of Arkansas, to evaluate this crusher, to get a sense of its effectiveness in seed destruction? Yes, I've uh, been collaborating with the folks from Iowa and uh, Arkansas. Uh, actually, we have received a federal grant to evaluate this method in uh, high plain as well as Midwestern crops. And this is a USDA NEFA grant where we are looking at uh, little hammers, all different methods or alternative methods of weed control in combination, how they play out in terms of long-term pigweed seed bank management. 
So we have a cover crops in that study, and we have seed destructor in that study, as well as our effective herbicide programs. All these methods, how they come together and help growers. So we're going to look at the long-term impacts of doing those practices in a long-term study. What are the numbers that you've arrived at so far in the early going of this evaluation of the seed crusher then, in as far as rendering those weed seeds unviable? Sure. We have just got this equipment uh, in haze, and uh, we have fitted on our combines. So this this uh, unit basically needs a special combine, a John Deere S-series combine. So we have body combine as well as the the crusher, uh, the ready cop seed destructor, and it's equipped with the combine now. It's ready to go, but however, we were not able to test for this season. We just tested on one grower field for a mile of uh, grower having a problem of palmarum rent. In terms of uh, early numbers of uh, destroying those seeds, preliminary data from Iowa suggests that we can destroy up to 90% of water hemp when we uh, use this equipment in soybean. Wow. So that's, that's a lot of uh, seed destruction and a lot of effectiveness uh, to see at the time of harvest. You can imagine that 90% seed destruction, and if those seeds are resistant to some chemicals, you, know, you can see the impact for longer-term impact by using this technology. As you look at this, do you suspect that this crusher will be effective on a wide spectrum of weed types then? Yes. So in Australia, this has been quite adopted technology among Western Australian growers or wheat growers. In U.S., this is kind of novel and new technology. So Mm -hmm. we don't have much of a data to really demonstrate how it's going to be for different crops and for different species. So as I said, this is a kind of the first grant we got from USDA, and we're going to look into soybean production system. And along with these, uh, I'm also part of a, a national weed science team. It's called GROW, which is the acronym is Getting Rid of Weeds. <laughs> and that group is basically looking at all these alternative methods of weed control in different regions and different species. So in my area, we have a kochia is a bigger problem, palmer, as well as water hemp in the eastern side of Kansas. So we're going to look at those weed species and different cropping system. We have milo, corn, as well as wheat and, uh, and sunflower. So there's going to be a lot of uh, data we need to look at it and a lot of studies we need to conduct before we really can say something to our growers that it's going to be effective or not for that specific weed species or that specific crop. And another angle that you say you want to take a look at is the economic viability of using this technology. It's a rather expensive piece of equipment, you say, so that'll counterbalance the herbicide treatment savings. that one Sure, has. sure, yes, because economic drives all the weed decisions among the growers or weed control strategies, and uh, we will have an economist on the team who's going to make a model to see the economic implications of using these technologies on a longer term, along with what we have already been doing, using effective programs or, you know, using alternative systems like cover crops. 
also how much advantage we have in terms of increasing crop yield or uh, mitigating herbicide resistance on the farm in the longer term. Because if you if you think from a resistance standpoint, we've been losing a battle uh, in terms of herbicide options, and we don't have many options in the future because we don't have new mode of actions coming into the market. The herbicide cost is going up, so weed control input is going to go up. So we're going to see, uh, you know, comparisons, what we are doing now versus if we integrate these uh, technologies in our system, how much economically sound we become in terms of, you know, weed control the season. So that's the plan to look at the, all the aspects, you know, weed seed bank management, economic uh, side of it, as well as the efficacy side of it, and different species, different crops, and uh, different regions, because high plain is a different than Midwestern crops. So in high plains, no-till crops, how are we going to fit these technologies if it is effective? So all those pieces going to come together in the next four to five years. That's the plan and bring some strong recommendations for the growers through demonstration as well as the research studies. You've quite some information here clearly to uncover, but by the sound of it, you're somewhat enthused about what this machinery might bring as far as weed control. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward. This is a quite a novel and innovative way of looking at the weed problems in the systems here uh, for Kansas especially, or especially Western Kansas folks. We've been losing a battle, as I said, and relying too much on chemicals, especially no-till growers. And with the losing battle and increasing cost and herbicide cost going to go up. And if this technology works for Kaushia or Palmerum rent, and do for a couple of years, uh, use this technology and get rid of your weed seed bank, I think this is going to be a win-win situation. Uh, Although, as you mentioned right now, this unit is quite costly. It's about $75,000 right now. But if our research data demonstrates and more of a manufacturer start making these uh, destructors, I think the cost is going to go down and it will be cheaper to buy in, in the future. Well, looking forward to the research results that you come up with here on the function of this weed seed crusher and just how practical it might be as part of the overall toolbox for weed control. Vipin, thank you, and good luck with this work. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Eric. Vipin Kumar, weed scientist for K-State, based at the Agricultural Research Center at Hayes, with us on this part of Agriculture Today.